This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Sam, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Congratulations, by the way. The Bills went duck hunting. Yeah, they did go duck hunting, and they came back and clinched a playoff berth. I'm going to call it now the high point of the Bills season right there. Yeah. It was exciting. It probably will be. A lot of hugs going on tonight. And they don't pop champagne like they do in baseball, but that was nice. That was, that was adorable. Like it was, like it's a great storyline for this season, and I think that's probably, like you said, a high point for them. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it's very fun. They are a playoff team. They will get that credit. But to me, the AFC comes down to pretty much three teams, and we will get to that because this is Let's Catch Up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Yes. Brought to you Brought to you by chocolate chip cookie cookies. bars, which Taylor ripped the top off of. You smelled them. I walked in with a bag, which was just a plastic bag. There was nothing on it. You didn't know what it was. And yet. But you always bring me food. <laughs> Taylor said, what's, what's, uh, what, 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 was trying to throw you under the bus today, and he told me that you egg me on with sweets. Oh yeah, it's definitely as if I need fault. any. No, it's definitely as if I need any more enabling fault. than I Taylor already. Taylor is eating because I bring her food, and that's it. But anyway, Sam, a lot happened today, so let's catch up. Let's please catch up. So first of all, yes, congrats to the Bills. They're in the playoffs. They did clinch a playoff berth on Sunday Night Football, but many more important things happened, and I want to bring the first one to the forefront, Taylor, because it was really exciting in the afternoon. We thought the Cowboys Rams game was going to come down to the wire. That was uh, over in the first quarter, so that was yeah. fun. But the Niners clinched a playoff spot. Seahawks clinched a playoff spot. And speaking of the 49ers, I'd like to get to that and ask you, Taylor, pretty much because we like to play yay or nay to start every show. And I want to do that today because the Niners fell from the one to the five seed. So how about this, Taylor? The winner of the NFC West will win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl, yay or nay? The winner of the NFC West. Yes. Which I still think is going to be the 49ers. You do. Okay. They're coming off a huge win over the Saints. It's just, it wasn't their best performance, but you can't really, I don't think you're going to. A letdown at home against the divisional opponent. I don't love it. Now, please explain to me, Taylor, the difference between winning the NFC West and losing the NFC West, because we've seen that over the course of the last three weeks, flip-flop numerous times. Between the Seahawks and the Niners, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because what happens is right now, you look at the current playoff standings, And as you see, Taylor, we've got Seattle on top there as the one seed at the moment. And, of course, we started the day with the Niners on top at the one seed. Yeah, so, I mean, both the Seahawks and Niners have pretty easy games next week, I would say. Yeah. The Niners have the Rams. 
I don't want to call that easy. I would say the Cardinals feels like the well, easier you one, see, but you're right. No. After you see what happened to the Rams today against yeah. the Cowboys. Oof. Man, that was ugly. And so then these two teams play Week 17. So Week 17 is going to determine whether they're going to be the one seed or the five seed. That's a, and, that, and, and again, say that again. One seed versus five seed. Yeah, it's a big difference. And there are little scenarios in between, you know, if one trips up against the Rams or Cardinals, et cetera. But let's just hope that it comes down to Week 17, right? Yeah. So what you saw today, though, yay or nay, the winner of the NFC West will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Taylor. Yay. You think so? And you yay. think it's the Niners and you think I they're going to do it? I do, I do. I, I love the Niners roster-wise. Uh, I'm going to say nay real quick. Just I, I'm I like the way that the Seahawks play today. This but I still think that the Niners have overall the better team. And it's going to come down to that game that they play against each other. And, of course, we sat right here in the same undisclosed location to watch Monday Night Football between the Niners and the Seahawks when the Niners suffered their first loss of the season in overtime to Russell Wilson and the Seahawks on an incredible night of missed kicks by kickers we had never heard of. Uh, but that game determined at the time, I would say, the skyrocket of the Seahawks where people really considered a couple of things. A, Russell Wilson was getting MVP love at that time. And B, the Seahawks became a true Super Bowl contender, I thought, on that night. And now we look today and with the Falcons and Julio Jones breaking the plane in that final second, we can see the Niners tumble from one to five. I mean, think about the difference between one and five in these mm -hmm. playoff standings, Taylor. You're on a bye. You're hosting throughout the NFC playoffs. The Saints would have to come to San Francisco as opposed to playing on the road to open on Wild Card Weekend. That's the that's as big a swing as you can have. It's it's as big a swing next yeah, to. But if you look at the Niners, the look what they did on the road this season, going on the road for all those back to back away games, and they really and didn't struggle at true. all. And even that though takes a toll on you. And that's what I think. This season. that's what I think you can sum up this Falcons loss to. Is it just taking a toll? They kind of overlooked them. Didn't think it was going to be that tough of a game and didn't show up with the same intensity that they have for all the other games. And credit to Matt Ryan and Dan Quinn and Julio Jones and the Falcons, who don't have a lot to play for at this point, yeah. but got up for this game where they knew they could play. Spoiler. I don't know that it took so much away from me. I, I think I loved what Jimmy G showed in the game against the Saints with the game-winning drive. You and I had been waiting for sort of a Jimmy G yeah, moment. Jimmy didn't have a great I mean, game today. You have Jimmy G moments a lot because you have a beautiful picture of him and <laughs> you that, that we, we see on your desk, which is fantastic. But... The, on the shattered football picture field. frame. Yeah, exactly. But but we, we've thought throughout the season so much of the Niners story has yeah. been the defensive line and the running game, the three-headed monster, the offensive line, the Kyle Juszczyk. That's been so much more their story than Jimmy Garoppolo. And today, I think that this, this team is the most similar to a team in the AFC, the Ravens. But the difference between the Ravens and the Niners is that their X factor if that's what you want to call it, is Lamar Jackson. And that's what makes the biggest difference because they both have tons of depth at running back, uh, tight ends, defense. They have all those components, so they are very similar teams. So much of this season looks like a crash course of Niners and Ravens. But a, because they are I do similar. want to point out that yep. there is one other team in the NFC that I'm still very scared of and I think could be a Super Bowl Who team, and that's the Saints. Well, I'm going to stick with it. I'm glad you brought them up. I still think the Saints, who we'll obviously see on Monday Night Football, are the team that is going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to stick with it. There's been so much talk about the Niners. There's been so much love for Russell Wilson as well. And I just think the Saints... I see that happening if 
they everybody has to go through New Orleans. That's fine. I can understand that. But then again, they lost an NFC Championship game at home last year. We can talk about yeah, but they were robbed of that. The overturned call and Roby Coleman and all of the controversy that went into that. But overall, they had a chance. They had the ball first in overtime, and they did not win that game. So I don't know that it necessarily matters. The Saints, to me, also remind me in a way of the Ravens. They too can win with the running game. They too have a defense that is underrated and overlooked constantly. It is underrated and overlooked, but I wouldn't say that it is as strong as the Ravens defense. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. But we're t- if we're talking NFC, I think they have a defensive line that can contend in the NFC and can win any game. And to me, if you're going to give me one quarterback in one moment with a game-winning drive, I still think... Drew Brees isn't as mobile. He isn't as much of a threat. I, 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 don't, I don't know. But again, a lot of it comes down to what's happening up here in your brain mm-hmm. in those moments. And he's I definitely the most. He's been there the most. He's the most veteran, most poised. He's had that experience. And frankly, look, whether I want to just see the karma of the last two years put behind them, the fact that they had the Minnesota miracle followed up mm-hmm. by the Roby Coleman non-call, it just feels like at some point maybe that would work in favor of the Saints. All right. I want One to other thing on. that I want to yeah, point out give it to me. is the NFC East. I feel like today it was to? determined. Are you going to punish me? No, I'm not By the way, do you it. like my shirt? By the way, this is a The City shirt, and a lot of people think this is a Warrior shirt. Do you know? No, I thought that was a bar that I used to go to in college. Well, it may have been, although I didn't <laughs> City get bar. There. This is The City, and this is the original, if you know, Philadelphia Warriors logo, Taylor. So this is not a Golden State I'm Warriors. You, I'm surprised you didn't dress up for me in it's a the ben suit Franklin and tie. Ridge. I did. I wore beautiful neon green socks. I brought you chocolate chip cookie bars, and I wore my Philadelphia Warriors t-shirt. That's the Ben Franklin Bridge, not the Bay Bridge or the Golden State. Uh, okay. Thank you for that history lesson. But there you go. So go on, NFC East, my Philadelphia love aside. uh, Uh, The Cowboys went in, destroyed the Rams today. We know that the Cowboys are going to play the uh, Eagles, and that's going to... They're now one game up on the Eagles. No, no, tied. Oh, no, tied. Tied yet again, yes. But then they'll play the Eagles, and both you and I have discussed that we think that when they play each other, first of all, Zeke had an explosive game today. We've kind of been waiting for him to feast all year and go back to his... A lot of soup today. A lot of soup. A lot of soup. A lot of soup, and he was even sharing soup with Tony Pollard. Yeah. 200-yard Which is something that I have not understood Sunday. from the Cowboys all season long, is why the heck has Jason Garrett not been calling plays that are designed around one of the best, if not the best, running back in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. It's, and it's they have a, not been giving him the volume. If you look at his volume from last year to this year, it's not comparable. And he just hasn't been getting as much. It, is it, it doesn't make sense. And, and that's a function of You pay of him Kellen and then you're Moore. not giving it to him. I, that, that could be a function of Kellen Moore. Yeah, either and one. It, and perhaps they wanted to see more out of Dak this season. And of course, and really, early on. They could have that dual threat back like a one-two punch with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott and start designing plays around there. You've got the two receivers to kind of spread out the field, Gallup and Amari Cooper. And don't forget Randall Cobb also. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's your run more game. there. And, of course, Jason Witten, who's had a nice season and contributed tremendously to this team. It was interesting to me today. So so why don't I say, in, in, in the fashion of yay or nay, Taylor, then how about this? The Cowboys will win the NFC East. Yay. 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 And you're going yay. I will say this much. I still am going to stick with Ye as well. I think we both agree on this. And the reason is for you. You've liked what the Cowboys have done all season. I think you you you've been swayed at times by the Eagles because of I course have. there was the win there was the win against Green Bay early in the season. 
when when we had to get together, we did like an emergency it's, podcast it's just that been, night because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were so excited but in the moment. Well, I feel but, like what happened is they've just gotten more and more and more and more and more injured. It's it really is a triage for the Eagles. And I've said it again and again, and I'll stick to it. To me, I just don't like the matchup, Eagles versus Cowboys, which I knew their season was going to come down to. Whatever happens around them, winning an adorable game against the Redskins late, winning an adorable Monday night game against the Giants in overtime, those are tremendous stories, and I think those will build the character of Carson Wentz long term. Yeah. But to me, on the field, against each other, someone asked me today, you know, oh man, Sam, don't the, Cow- don't the Eagles look like they can beat the Cowboys? I said... To me, the Cowboys are 3.7 times better than the Eagles. And my buddy looks at me and goes, what do you mean? I said, 37 to 10. That was the score when they played the last time. Yeah. And the Eagles were healthier then. The Eagles' trajectory... One other thing we could say on this is that give credit to... Uh, I think you can spread the credit, by the way, on the Cowboys well, no, no, not for on sure on that. I, today, I was impressed with one thing. I just want to say I this. I was going to say give credit to Jerry Jones for keeping Jason Garrett because who would be the best person to lead the Cowboys into the playoffs during this? But he kind of knew that, okay, we're likely going to make the playoffs. Who would be a better coach to have lead the team into the playoffs than our current head coach? There's really nobody else that we could get right I'm now so that could glad lead them. So you know what? This. No, no, I'm so glad I'm you're saying I'm giving credit this. to Jerry Jones where every, every other owner, I feel like, would have kind of felt so much pressure just because of the public opinion. You know, fire Jason Garrett, fire Jason Garrett. And he's thinking big picture which I don't think he gets enough credit for at times. People think he's irrational or too loyal or no, who knows what the you, heck it is. Thank you for saying what you did because at the time when there was a sentiment out there assuming that Jason Garrett should be ousted as the Cowboys head coach, they were they never left first place. They were always in position to earn a playoff spot. Why would you fire a coach in that situation? Made no it, sense. It made no sense to at all. To make and the fans still, happy? They're still exactly to prove a point. in the spot they want Well, to now be. they're in the best p- position if they want to be successful in the playoffs. Okay, would it have been nice had they beaten the Bears? Would things of course. Have been, but in a way, that win today, in fact, even had they lost today, it's still going to come down to this Eagles game. The bottom line is the season's going to come down to this Eagles game. So I'm glad you say it. I think we're both in agreement about the Cowboys here. We both think they're going to win the division. I only can say this much for the part of me that is tied to Philadelphia that has a green microphone right now. I'll only say that I like the momentum that the Eagles have put into still making this a competitive season yeah, and not giving up when they're starting the game, dressing three wide receivers, when their leading receiver is a when quarterback from Houston. <laughs> I mean, Wait, wasn't it Zach Ertz last week? Well, of course, Ertz. And, they're, and again, they're playing, playing two positions. The three tight ends are really how they're getting through this. Perkins, who we had never who had never caught a pass before the Monday night game. He's also in there. And of course, Goddard with the one handed catch. But. To me, it comes down to the Cowboys. I think they're going to be there. And now the Cowboys, at least, guess what they have also, Taylor? A win to hang their hat on. Everyone had said, who have the Cowboys beaten? Who can we say the Cowboys have beaten? Well, the Rams coming in at 8-5, and five, there's a win you can hang your hat on and say, all right, we beat a team with a better than 500 record. There you have it, rest of the world. The Cowboys can rest on that. And I think it's going to get them into the playoffs when they beat the Eagles next week all right taylor one other because i love games in the the snow i love games in the snow. i wanted in on some of those snow fights today and you know i do not do well in cold climates no neither do i by the way i mean i'm bundled up tonight even i i'm I'm cold all the time oh me too i thought it was like the arctic out here in la today the chiefs really made it look fun and denver is no easy opponent not at all we've been watching the broncos they smashed the they've had a lot of momentum and so this game in the snow so to me taylor this game in the snow. These... Was Patrick Mahomes' return to full health? 
So I will ask you then, Taylor. We've been talking about a bruised hand all week, and clearly there was not a problem with it as he threw for 340 yards and two touchdowns. So I will ask you, Taylor, these Chiefs, these Chiefs can beat the Ravens and the Patriots in the playoffs, yay or nay? Yay. Really? I think they absolutely can. Okay. Okay, I think there's been a lot of doubt about the Chiefs all season. I think many people at this point, not to say it's wrapped up, no, I, but there's I think so for much AFC, momentum behind the Ravens. That's always been the team that I've had circled that is the biggest threat to the Ravens. And they again, beat them two times. And again, head-to-head this season, the Ravens were in a different place defensively back then, as yeah. you and I have talked about, the change that Marcus Peters has brought to this team, the direction of this defense, and let's talk about it. The biggest were, change is that Chiefs defense, though. Look at what they did today. Against the Broncos. And let's not just say, for those who want to just say, oh, well, that's Drew Locke and the Broncos offense. No, 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 no. no. Look what this Broncos team, look what Drew Locke had done in his two previous games. Look what they had done in Houston the week prior. And this is what I was impressed with today, Taylor. The Chiefs are supposed to be a slower team. When you take the track team and put it in the snow, that's supposed to slow everybody down. And you were so excited today talking about Zach Ertz, not sorry, I'm sorry, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and talking about Tyreek Hill. Hill. Those players showed up in the snow. Patrick Mahomes throwing precisely in the snow. That's supposed to slow that offense down to a halt. And it wasn't but, about but LaShawn McCoy on the like, ground Again, at all. like if you look at last year, they already had that. Like that, this ha- that hasn't changed. That insane high scoring offense hasn't changed at all from one year to the other. But the difference for the Chiefs is the defense it showed up again it has showed up Steve Spagnuolo deserves credit Mm -hmm. because so many people said last year what cost the Chiefs was the defense and I remember pointing out to everybody I could wait 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 wait. the story of that AFC championship game if D Ford is not lined up offsides Mm -hmm. the story of the Chiefs heading in would have been they shut down Andrew Luck and the Colts offense and then shut down Tom Brady in the second half of the AFC Championship game. The story going into the Super Bowl would have been how impressive the Chiefs' defense played in the playoffs. And instead, D. Ford gives life to Tom, life to Tom Brady. There's a game-tying drive. There's a game-winning drive. And, of course, we know the rest of the history. But Spagnolo and this Chiefs' defense, to me, can make plays when it matters. And they absolutely did that. I was thoroughly I think impressed. Was, yeah. I, I think was it was the Chiefs' return. Thoroughly to impressed with the Chiefs in the snow. I'm sorry, but that to me is what makes them a terrifying out in the AFC. And again, they've got to play an extra game. They're not. They're likely not going to get a bye week. The Ravens and Patriots look in position to get that bye week. And let's just hope that the Chiefs don't get knocked out again. We just said it. We just said the Bills. Adorable story. They're probably not going to get a win in the playoffs. The Chiefs to me will be there. And they, for me, for sure, yay, 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 will beat the Ravens and or the Patriots, whoever is in their way, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's how I see it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't even give the uh, Patriots, which is shocking to say, a second thought. That's incredible. I don't think they're going to go far. That's incredible to say that. But this could be that. One seems- last thing. Yes, please, Taylor. Give it uh, to me. Titans, Texans, <sighs> Texans are the clear. Well, how about this? Just just saying. Texans Texans won the AFC South on Sunday, yay or nay. 
Yay. Now, granted, they, they do play again. There's another shot the Titans will have before the end of the season. Week 17, we get to see this same matchup yet again. But I thought this was the Titans' chance. Which is weird because he, Ryan Tannehill showed up, and he had a great game. Derrick Henry ran for less than 100 yards, which was uncharacteristic for how he's been playing recently. But the Texans licking their wounds coming off that Broncos win. And again, they they likely looked ahead to this game when they were playing the Broncos, and that's what happened. But you know what? If you're going to save it for a game, this was the one to have. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to take a Patriots win and a Titans win, sandwiched between the Broncos lost, you take those two wins as opposed to having beaten the Broncos. Yeah. I think if you're a Texans fan, you got to be thrilled with the way it is. Well, I never wavered. I had AFC South champs you as did. Texans you did. from before the season started. I was wrong. I thought Deshaun Watson would be the MVP of the league. Clearly, there's some other guy in Baltimore. I can't remember his name or what he does, but he's likely going to win the MVP instead. Nobody cares. But the MVP won't matter when it's all said Nobody cares. Done. You can finish it. Work harder? Smarter. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work harder. Uh, we will work harder later this week because we're going to catch up again, Taylor. Uh, I have some chocolate chip cookie bars if you're interested. I don't know if you've seen them. I'll mull yeah. over them. Why don't you just, uh, you, know you know what? I'll just take, just you know, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take just them away. Them I'll, I'll take them because I, I just don't feel right leaving those with you. Yeah, I know yeah. you don't I've like got, to eat I've got those. It covered. So, all right. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.